Hey y'all, welcome to the second episode of the season two of the Confident Podcast, where we talk about mental health at a godly level with your host, Miss Emily Dell. So today we're going to be talking about something very, very special and very important. And it is how do we heal? Right. So there's so many people that have, you know, different ways of thinking, oh, well, you know, you need to heal, you just suck it up. Right. And, and that's not good. Sucking it up, you know, not processing that emotion. That isn't good. That isn't how you heal. Now, there's some people that say, oh, no, you need to you need to talk about everybody, talk about your feelings, everybody. You got to put your whole life out there. And that's not true either. Right. Healing is something very personal and very tailored to you, okay? For example, if you're trying to heal from a broken relationship, right, a traumatizing relationship, what you went through, it might take you years to heal from that, okay, compared to somebody else. And it's also not about, oh, you know, me and this person were together for three, five years, and then the other scenario was, oh no, me and this person were what, four or five months, right? And then the four or five months one is actually having a harder time to heal than the one with a lot of years, okay? And it's all about how we heal, what process are we doing, how are we tailoring it specifically to us, what trauma did we go through, okay? And how are we dealing with it? Okay, are we are we sabotaging ourselves from healing? That's a very important question to ask ourselves. Are we sabotaging ourselves from being able to live a free life from a traumatizing relationship or the traumatizing friendship or that or the traumatizing experience that you had with your parents or with whoever? Okay, healing is not just about relationships, it's also about friendships, it's also about parent parent relationships son and daughter son, son daughter relationships okay um sibling relationships okay so before we get to you know how do we heal how do we heal ourselves from all of these things that we're going through and something that you have to think about and it's very important is that if we don't learn how to heal we won't be able to move on from that thing that keeps on attacking us on a daily. Because if you're stuck on a relationship, you know, a relationship that occurred or a friendship or whatever you're stuck on and you haven't healed from that, that is going to affect you so much in the long run because part of you still belongs to that person in a way. Okay, there's a soul tie there that's not letting you break free. There's something there that's not letting you surpass that. And you're probably thinking right now, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, you know, in that relationship that I had that, you know, was traumatizing and it was terrible for me and then I got out of it, I didn't get closure, right? Or you didn't get closure from that friendship, you didn't get closure from your parents, okay? And the sad thing is that we can't always get closure. Okay, we can't always just get that moment of, you know, we're both face to face, you know, we say the last words, we know those are the last words, and that's it. And then we feel kind of free from that. Okay, but that's not always going to happen. 
And because of that, we need to understand how to heal without having that closure. Because if we depend on that closure, we might never get to heal. We might never get to move on from a situation or relationship or friendship that we experienced that completely, you know, traumatized us, that completely hurt us. Okay. There's a lot of people that end up, you know, with PTSD because of, you know, relationships, friendships, you know, parent relationships, right? That you end up with PTSD, you end up with other traumatizing, you know, disorders and mental health issues. And it's all because you haven't healed. So that's very important. That's what we're going to be talking about today. But if you haven't watched the season, the first season, and if you have not watched the first episode, well, the first two episodes of the of the season two of the Confident Podcast, then please go ahead and do so before watching this video. Because if you know that information, then you'll be able to fully understand what we're going to be talking about today and fully dive in. And be able to heal because today the goal is to heal and to live by this so that we can heal from all those traumas and all those issues that we have been going through, okay, or that you already went through, all right? So before we get started, let's pray. So wherever you are, if you please can, please go ahead and lift up your hands, close your, close out, close your eyes, <laughs> you know, just show a sign of vulnerability that's very important um that's very important because when we talk about god you know you, you go to a church maybe you're not a christian right but you go to a church and it's like okay why do i have to close my eyes why do i have to do this it's because it's a sign of vulnerability um it's not something religious it's not something now it's not it's not like that it's just a sign of vulnerability and a sign of respect to the supernatural god Okay, so if you can, obviously keep your eye and please don't die. <laughs> don't close your eyes. But if you can, close your eyes, lift your hands, kneel down, do anything that you can whatsoever to show vulnerability and be vulnerable in front of God and show a sign of surrender. Okay, and I'll pray. So God, we come into your presence and we thank you for this day. We thank you for your glory. We thank you, my God, because today you're going to show us what healing is, how to heal ourselves, my God, and how to live a life full of healing, my Lord. My Lord, allow us today to stop sabotaging ourselves, to stop self-sabotaging so that we may be able to move forward from a situation, relationship, friendship, that harmed us, that brought us mental health issues, that brought us PTSD, that brought us depression, that brought us anxiety, that brought us traumas that we are trying to survive with today. So thank you, my God, for everything that you do. Thank you, my Lord, for your glory. And thank you for being here today. My Lord, bless this day, bless the word that will be coming out of my mouth, my Lord. May the Holy Spirit speak through me so that the Holy Spirit is the one that speaks to these people and not just me, my God, as I am merely a human being. My Lord, may your presence be with me, my God, so that every single person that's listening to this, may they be impacted and be loved and feel peace when it comes to this subject. My God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your glory. And we cover this prayer. And we cover the lives of every single person that is here today. And everything that is good, my Lord, with your blood, your holy armor, and your oil, my Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Wow, that was so powerful. So let's get started. Okay, so let's start off by going to Isaiah 53.5. I'll give you guys a few more seconds to get there. 
And today I'm going to be reading the ESV version, so so you can follow along. And actually, I'm going to open up my Bible here. And I'm also going to look up for the NIV version so that we can look at different versions and kind of see really what God's trying to tell us here. So Isaiah 53, 5. And I'll give you guys a few seconds to get there. Isaiah is in the Old Testament right after Songs of Songs. So let's go there. So Isaiah 53.5, I'll give you guys a few more seconds to get there. Okay, 53.5, and it says, the ESV version reads, but he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. Okay, so that's what it says in the ESV. Let's read what it says in the NIV. It says, But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, the punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. So there's very similar verbiage, but there's something that we kind of understand a little bit more in the NIV than we understand here in the ESV version, and that is that God is saying that he died in the cross for us. That, that, that's what he's saying there. And this is in the Old Testament. Okay, this is in the Old Testament, but this is kind of foreshadowing what is to come, how Jesus dies in the cross for us. Okay. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. Okay, so that's talking right there that Jesus died for our sins. And this is said in the Old Testament. That means that there's so much foreshadowing, okay, of what's going to occur later on. So Jesus died for our sins and he died for our transgressions. He died for iniquities. He died so that we would have peace. He died so that we would not have to carry those mental health issues. So that we wouldn't have to keep on having to carry that trauma, having to carry that PTSD, having to carry that depression, that anxiety, okay? Or those memories or those awful negative things that occurred to you in whatever relationship it was. If it was, you know, a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, whatever type of relationship it was or whatever whatever happened to you that has brought you wounds, Jesus died on the cross for you so that those wounds could be healed. And knowing that, and even if you're not a Christian, think of it this way, okay? If you knew that somebody died for you, somebody sacrificed their life for you, somebody, okay, did everything possible so that you can feel good, so that you can be at peace, wouldn't that bring peace to you? If you knew that someone literally died so brutally for you to come back and be like, wow, okay, I'm alive, I am here, I am well. I might might have gone through this, but Jesus died on the cross, so I wouldn't have to suffer that, okay? So we're moving on from that because God died 
for my sins. God died for that pain that I suffered with that person. So I'm not going to let that pain control me. I'm not going to let that pain take over me. And that's kind of the mentality shift. So if you're a Christian or you're not, or maybe you're a new believer, you have to understand this, that the believing of God, the believing that Jesus died on the cross for us is understanding that God sacrificed himself so that we may have peace. And if you're not a Christian, okay, and you find out that somebody died for you so that you could be at peace, so that you could heal, so that you can have that mentality of, he died for me, so I wouldn't have to suffer, so why am I suffering, okay? That's what Jesus did. And that's what as Christians or as new believers, that's what we look at. And that's what we focus on because it's very true. And then Jesus, you know, and Jesus came back to life the third day, right? We have Resurrection Sunday. That was last week. All right. And that and Resurrection Sunday was when Jesus came back to life after dying for us, dying for our sins. And he came back and was like, hey, I'm here. This proves that I am in fact alive and I am going to help you. That I didn't just die for your sins, but I'm also, I also came back to life to make sure that you're well. That promise, right? It's different. It's different from saying, it's different from saying, oh no, he died and he's not coming back. Okay? It's different because he died and he came back. Okay? So it's completely different and he's still alive today. Okay? And that's the belief of a Christian. That's the faith that we hold, okay? That Jesus, he died for us so that we wouldn't have to feel pain, okay? And we're gonna feel pain. That's obviously gonna come, but Jesus died for us. So we're gonna be like, pain, why are you hurting me? Why am I allowing this to you know, beat me up? Why am I allowing this to affect my mind? Why am I allowing this to take control of me? When I can say, Jesus died on the cross for me, you have no control over me. And you have to learn those things because the moment that you learn those things and you learn to shift that mentality of allowing that pain to control you and instead you are the one that controls the pain, when you learn that, in that very moment, you will live such a different life. A life that mental health issues do not control you. And that's the, the most important thing here. And I think that this was so good to establish okay especially especially when it comes to healing all right so the next one is 1 peter 2 24 and this was after jesus okay this was after jesus and i'm gonna read the easy version i'm also going to read the niv version and i'll give you guys a few seconds to get there but in 1 peter 2 24 okay the purpose of that and it says the same thing and it's and this was obviously after christ but before christ they were foreshadowing okay that jesus had died for our sins you know they said it was done it is done because in the bible and something that obviously if you're a new believer you might not know or maybe you're a non-believer you might not know but in the bible it is said that everything was already written so that foreshadowing that saying that in the old testament was because god for god it was already done it just had not happened for us okay but it was written to happen okay we live a book 
all right and that's something that it's super cool to think about we live in a book everything is meant to happen everything is written how it's already meant to happen obviously things can change depending on decisions but god knows what's going to happen god knows the decisions we're going to make and that's really amazing okay so back to 1 peter 2 24 he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed Again, you know, we have been healed from our iniquities. We have been healed from our issues, okay? He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. On the tree, okay? Jesus literally sacrificed on a cross. On this cross that was made of wood. A tree is made, a tree consists of wood, okay? The trunk consists of wood. So that's what that means there. And if we read the NIV version, it says 224 it says he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross you see we ha we had not even read niv we just read esv and we already knew that we were talking about the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed we have the opportunity and the possibility okay for him to heal our, our, our wounds, for him to heal us, right? If we surrender our sins, because Jesus died for our sins, but if we keep on living a life, a sinful life, and if you're a non-believer, you're probably like, what do you mean a sinful life? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What, what am I doing wrong? And it's like, it's not, you know, and a sin is not a rule, is not, you know, obviously the Bible, the Bible is not a rule book. Okay, um, the Ten Commandments, they're not really rules, they're ways of living, they're, it's lifestyle, okay? It's things that we should live by to improve the way that we live our lives. That's what's called lifestyle, okay? When you do a diet, you don't like the diet because there's a bunch of rules, but if you change your food lifestyle, it's a completely different perspective. And that's how we look at the Bible. That's how we look as a Christian, okay? And if you're not a Christian, but you kind of want to know more, maybe you don't want to know more, you're just kind of stumbled upon this video or this uh, uh, this episode podcast, you just kind of want to see, you know, like what was this about? Just remember that this isn't a rule book. This isn't for you to be like, oh no, I have to follow the rules or I'm going to hell. This is not how it works, okay? How it works is that God is saying, hey, don't do that because that's gonna bring suffering to you. That's not gonna bring goodness to you. And if you do that, you're gonna depart from me. And, and I don't want that to happen. That's literally how it works. God doesn't want that to happen. But how can you be with perfection when you're making mistakes that those mistakes, right, aren't helping you in any way, okay? Because those mistakes, what they're doing is hurting you at the end of the day, right? It's, it's, and it's hurting God too because he doesn't want you to, he doesn't want to see you suffering in a sinful life, okay? A sin is not a mistake that God said, hey, this is a sin. You can't do this, whatever, why not? No. A sin is something that God said to not do to protect us from potential harm and potential pain. Why, why is it said in the Bible that we cannot have sex before marriage? Well, very simple, okay? You cannot have sex before marriage. Why? Because, you know, 
because you can get pregnant as a woman you can get pregnant at a very young age you can get soul ties connected soul ties connected spiritually with another person and having to carry that baggage throughout your life you can get STDs you can get so many things right and also if you do that you're allowing yourself to feel pain and in pain and suffering and sin you cannot be close to the lord so how can he help you if you're kind of going this way right uh right you're departing from him how can he help you if you're so far away he can't reach you right that's the whole point of that but god is saying here look i died on the cross for your sins like i did this for you and i revived the third day you proved to you that i am alive and that i am here and that i'm going to protect you for the rest of eternity until this world's over okay and even in heaven okay and that promise we have to live that promise and and again if you're not a christian i get that you're probably thinking like okay so i have to you know give up the way that i live for god to help me and i'm like and it's, it's like okay let me put it in this perspective for you let me put it in this perspective for you okay i'm not trying to force you on my religion or anything but let me put it in this perspective okay let's say let's say you're in a relationship with this person a romantic relationship with this person and one of the per- one of the people in the relationship is like i'm very focused on my academics i'm very focused on my future i'm getting somewhere in life and the other person is it okay so you have that fight that fight of okay this person is worried about their education their future their job whatever this person doesn't care this person is lazy they don't care they might have a mental health issues that they have not you know looked for a solution for and that's why they act like this or whatever or maybe they're just lazy okay and and the person you know that's very academic oriented that's very you know future you know like i got this like i love school i love jobs i love working i'm out here i'm doing it i'm achieving everything and the other person's lazy one but then the academic person tells the lazy one or the one that you know can't or just you know doesn't think like that hey like can let, let me help you let me help you let me help you and and let me guide you and let me give you the resources and let me take you to maybe a therapist let me take you to maybe pray let me take you to maybe get pills for this mental health issue that you might have right whatever the solution for that issue may be or let me help you organize let me let's buy you a calendar you know let 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 me teach you how to write an essay whatever it might be okay and that academic person is trying to help the other person but if the other person keeps pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling away there's not going to be any help there okay and you might want to continue that lazy lifestyle that you're living you know that person that person that you know doesn't want to do anything in their lives you might want to continue that life but the other person was trying to help you and you have the potential the lazy person or the person that you know could it you know get somewhere in life has the potential of ending up not having a job ending up on the streets end up you know in the conditions that are not good 
okay? While the other academic person is gonna be great. They're gonna be successful, they're gonna be out there because they're gonna, that's their mindset, that's their goal. Unlike the other person. And it's not that one person is smarter than the other. It's not that at all because everyone Everyone can do what they put their minds to. There's not one person that's smarter than the other. Sure, there are different IQ levels or whatever, whatnot, but that does not determine a human being. You can grow your IQ, you can grow in every single way, you can grow your brain, okay? So it's all about mindset, right? So if that lazy person is running away from the person that's gonna give them the solution, that's gonna help them, how, how, how is that other person gonna change? Unless they find somebody else and they actually give in to that person, like, hey, yeah, I want help. And accept the help, then okay, that's a little different. But they need to accept the help. And the only way to accept the help is by cutting out on things that are affecting them. For example, the academic person is gonna tell, is gonna take the lazy, tell the lazy person, hey, you need to stop playing video games this much. Hey, you need to maybe make a calendar. Stop just, you know, doing things like minutes. Stop procrastinating, right? Let's find a way to help you with that procrastinating, okay? Right? And then if the lazy person, if the other person, maybe they're not lazy again, I'm just saying lazy as general. Um, if that person, that other person, lazy person, is like, no, no, I'm gonna continue playing my video games, I'm not gonna use a calendar, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that, whatever the case may be, okay, they're living a quote-unquote sinful life because what they're doing is jeopardizing themselves and that is the whole point of sinning. That's it, jeopardizing yourself. And if you're jeopardizing yourself, you're fleeing away from the possible solution because you're not accepting the solution, okay? And if you're fleeing away from the solution, the solution can help you, can't help you. And that's the same thing with God. Okay, God's like, hey, if you stop sinning, right, you obviously won't be able to fully stop, right? Because Christian don't mean perfect. Christian mean I'm working on it, I'm healing. Okay, that's how it works. That's how it functions. Okay, being a Christian is a sense of belief, is a sense of faith, is saying there's this supernatural being named God that's here to help me, here to guide me. And having that belief system and having that faith and knowing that he's alive is completely different than any other, you know, belief system. And that's how it's so powerful, okay? You know, that's what got me out of so many issues that I've gone through in my life, mental health issues and whatever, whatnot, okay? That's what has kept me here and alive and I've been able to succeed in everything that I do. And that's the only reason why, okay? And I, I kind of, I, and, I, and I wanted to say that because it's, it's so true, all right? Now, going back to what I was saying, we need, we need, Obviously, we can't live a perfect life, but we need to flee from sin, okay? If you're a non-believer, if you flee from sin, if, and sin is not, you know, something, it's not a rule book, once again, okay? Sin is fleeing from things that are hurting you. Procrastinating is a sin. Being lazy is a sin. Why is it a sin? Because it affects you negatively, okay? So if you shift your mindset and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep myself. I'm not gonna have sex. No, I'm gonna keep myself, I'm gonna control myself. I'm gonna control myself from pushing myself. I'm gonna control myself from procrastinating. I'm gonna control myself from being lazy. I'm gonna control myself from the things that are clearly harming me because they're not bringing me any well. What, sex brings you 
pleasure for five seconds or whatever time it may be okay and whatever else you might do might bring you pleasure for five seconds being lazy because if you're being lazy you're on your phone and you're watching netflix yeah for those five seconds yeah it's great you know not really five seconds but you know what i mean for that time that you're watching netflix oh my god yeah oh my gosh this movie is so great this is great this is wonderful blah 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 it's been five hours and you have not done anything. And then you miss out on the opportunity of turning that assignment in that might've, might've been, might've been the cause that you didn't get into the school that you wanted. You didn't get into the college you wanted. You didn't go where you wanted to. You didn't get to study what you wanted to because you allowed yourself to sin. Okay, you allowed yourself to allow your fleshly desires right because being lazy and being on your phone that's kind of flesh, that's fleshly desires because if you want to be distracted by netflix you're allowing your fleshly desires the desires of the now those instant gratification desires that's what you need to learn to break down those instant gratification desires we are a world that we have our phones and we have every everything on this little thing Okay, on this little phone or computer or whatever, we have it at the tip of our fingers, every single thing that we want to know. Okay, and that is crazy. And because of that, and because of that, and because of fast food restaurants that we literally go through a drive-through, we got our food super quick and so on and so forth. We don't gotta cook, we don't gotta do anything. We just gotta say, hey, I want this and this and this and we're done. Okay, or we even have Uber now that brings it to our house. Like, Come on, we live in a generation of instant gratification. And because we live in a generation of instant gratification, we don't have the ability to be able to understand that things require work. And we have so focused so much on being lazy because of this instant gratification. And what we need to learn is how to break this instant gratification down. Because the moment that we do that, the moment that we flee from sin, the moment that we live more righteously, the moment that we shift our mindsets completely in that direction, God will have the opportunity to be able to heal us. If we believe that God died in the cross for us, we have the belief that we don't need to carry those burdens, that we don't have to carry those sins. And that's the whole purpose of Christianity, the knowing and the having the faith and the belief that God died for us so that we can be here and we can be well. That's the whole purpose of Christianity, to be able to find a reason of living, to be able to know how to correctly do things, how to do things so that we live a better life, okay? There's a whole section of Proverbs. What is what is a proverb? A proverb is a piece of wisdom, okay? It's wisdom. And that's in the Bible. We have Proverbs in the Bible. We have Psalms, which are songs, right? And they're cries, they're, they're feelings. They, they, they allow you to heal. They allow you to say, God, because sometimes we feel like that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, and I'm a very, I'm a very poetic, I'm, I'm very kind of writish kind of type person. I like to write my feelings down and I write poems. Okay, when I'm very stressed out, I write poems. That, that's what I do. Okay, that's kind of my thing. And so when I write these poems down, they allow me to breathe. And that's the same thing that the King David did in Psalms. And when we read that, we, we connect and like, wow, this dude really went through the same thing that I went through. That's why the Bible is so important. It's not just a book, a history book. It's a book. It's a lifestyle book. You know, you know, you may have whatever lifestyle book. I have a lifestyle book over there. And it's from Lily Singh. And it's called How to Be a Boss. <laughs> okay, if you know that book, you know, that's a lifestyle book. And the Bible 
is literally the perfect definition of a lifestyle book. It really is because it teaches you exactly, you know, it helps you, it connects you with vulnerability, it helps you understand things, it helps you process your emotions, it helps you with everything, okay? And, and I can't stress that enough. So again, going back to the topic, you know, of how do we heal? That's how we heal. Understanding and knowing that God is with us. Know, knowing that we have to give in to him. That we have to stop what we're doing. We have to stop this life that is jeopardizing on it, us and is not bringing us happiness. It's not bringing us pleasure. It's not bringing us right what we need. We have to stop living that life and we have to live a new life. We have to change our mindsets. We have to look at things differently. Okay, and that's the whole purpose of this. It's the whole purpose of these two verses. And I've only talked about two verses and I've been talking on for so long because it's so important that you understand every single thing that I mentioned because if not, you're gonna, because if you're a Christian or not, you need to be able to understand this. Okay. So now let's go to, let's go to 1 John 5, 14 through 15. Okay. And I have here the ESV version. And I also have the NIV version, and I'm going to open that up as well. And I want you to understand something, okay? Believing in God is the most incredible thing in the world. It really is. Because believing in God is knowing that there's a supernatural, omnipotent being, okay, that is there to protect us. And that's how we heal. When we understand that the trauma can't control us, when we understand that there's somebody so high above protecting us and that nothing can control us because we are above it, we are superior to the pain, we are superior to all those things. When we understand that and we shift our mindsets in that very moment, will completely be transformed and will start to heal. That is the first step to healing. Understanding that you need to shift your mindset. Okay? So now let's go to 1 John 5, 14 through 15. And it says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Okay, so that's the ESV version. Let's read the NIV version, which is a little bit more concise, a little bit more plain English. Okay, so let's read that. And it says, so 1 John 5, 14 through 15, and it says... This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. So again, it's pretty much saying the same exact thing in both, in both, in both versions. But obviously in the NIV, it's a little more modern, it's a little bit more adjusted to our everyday usage of words, our everyday verbiage. Okay, and what it's trying to say there is that if we know that he hears us, that's the whole thing of belief, that's the whole thing of faith, that's the whole thing of God, okay, that's the whole thing of Christianity, that we believe that there is a supernatural being that hears us, that he died in the cross for us so that we would be the ones in control of the situations 
the control of the traumas and the pains and the things that are tight in your mind so that we can be over superior over it right we can be over it we can say no i'm moving on today is the day where i'm changing my mind so today's the day where i'm not letting trauma control me anymore right because we know god died for us we know god gave us gave us the privilege to say you have to say no to that god gave us that okay and knowing that and believing in god is knowing that and also believing in god is knowing that he hears us that when we go into intimacy when we close the door and we just pray to him okay that's a whole therapy session right there and it's so true like you're trusting you're in and as a non-believer you're probably thinking what i'm just gonna talk to the wall for like five to ten minutes or like an hour or whatever about my life it's like no you're not talking to a wall you are believing you are having the faith and the belief that the supernatural being who died on the cross for you that said that you have the right according to the bible and if you use the bible and you use his name and you use his power and his authority to say no to that trauma to say no to that ptsd to say no to those mental health issues that you'll be healed okay that he is there to hear you when you are sad he is there to hear you when you are burdened when you change that perspective as an unbeliever okay of he's hearing me there, there's a supernatural being that's hearing me and that's understanding me and you learn how to how to talk to him and you learn about all these things and at that very moment you'll see a completely swift shift in your life and that's and that's why you have to receive god because you need to be able to be vulnerable with him and accept him in your heart because obviously if you don't accept somebody into your life they can't help you okay so that's something that you also kind of have to think about So again, we read, and if and this is the confidence we have in approaching God. Exactly the confidence that if we ask anything according to his will, and why is it according to his will? Because obviously you're not going to ask God to, you know, murder somebody or hurt somebody or do something bad to somebody because God is a loving God. You're not going to ask him that he's not going to help you with that. He's not going to help you with that. Okay? Now, if you that's what it means according to his will it's not oh yeah he'll help me if he wants to no he'll help me in the things that are righteous because he's obviously not going to help you to get a girl and hurt her okay that's very and that's something that you kind of under have to understand about this and if we know that he hears us wherever we ask we know that we have what we ask of him excuse me whatever we ask we know that we have what we asked of him exactly whatever we have right as i've been a christian for eight years okay this has been my whole lifespan right um but i know that the reason why i have succeeded so much in life i have gotten to where i am i have done all the things that i have done in my life is because of god without god i wouldn't be here today without god i'd be a completely different person and i can attest to that okay because i was i was a little girl with a lot of you know you know 
Trevor's lack of identity. I was a little girl with, you know, a lot of issues, a lot of mental health issues. I had a lot of traumas. I had a lot of PTSD. I had a lot of stuff. And I, and even after that, I've gone through crap. And the only reason why I have been able to survive, I have been able to stand here and say, wow, I've succeeded no matter what. I'm here. I've strived. I've become a strong woman because of God. Because of my belief in him, because my belief in him and my faith in him is so strong that I have been able to understand that he's with me, that he hears me. And that's how I've been able to heal from everything that I've, I have endured in my life. Okay, I was a bullied kid. I was a troubled kid. Okay, I struggled with a lot of things. You know, I went through, obviously, traumatic relationships. Right, I, I went through, you know, terrible re- friendships, terrible, you know, multiple things that I'm obviously not gonna talk to you about here. But and that's all about the little more personal. But I have gone through things, and people, people look at me and they're like, "No, you haven't gone through anything. If you would have gone through something, you would have been completely different." I'm like, "No, no. There's two different ways to look at life, and." And I love this because I saw this one time and I was like, I live by this. And it was, there was this drunk and this businessman, okay? And then the businessman, the drunk, right? The drunk was homeless, he was on the street. But they started talking and they were like, and the businessman was asked the drunk like, hey, why are you like this? Why, why are you here? And the drunk's like, oh no, well, my dad was a drunk and, you know, that really traumatized me. So I ended up being a drunk and that's why I'm homeless. And then the business guy was like, well, my dad was a drunk too. And I became a businessman. I became successful because I didn't let what I experienced define me. And that's what believing in God does to you. It changes your mindset to stop, to stop you experience it happened now we need to process that emotion we need to heal from that we need to say god here it is i am not allowing this to control me any further you hear me you're going to fix this because you died on the cross for me so that i could be free from this and i can be healed so i'm giving it in your hands you're taking control of it and now i'm gonna live a free life a peaceful life and i'm gonna continue succeeding and doing everything that i need to do in my life to be able to get to fulfill your purpose okay and and that's something else believing in god allows us to have a purpose to have to have the knowledge that yes we have in fact a purpose and that's something that a lot of suicidal individuals are going through they don't believe they have a purpose and that's why believing in god is like incredible because you know that you have a purpose you have this ingrained in your mind and being a christian is not brainwashed being a christian is believing in the supernatural power of god and i've seen him transform my life so you've been an atheist or whatever and you're watching this maybe you just haven't experienced that and i'm not saying that you need to change your beliefs now i'm just saying that the reason why i'm here the reason why i'm doing this podcast the reason why i'm alive right now and i and and i'm doing everything that i'm doing and i'm succeeding at everything that i'm succeeding it's not because of luck it's not because oh no i i I just did it because i did it with my own force no it was because of god because he was the only reason that i had to keep going he he obviously and my mom too were the reasons for me to keep going in life 
okay but god most importantly was the reason for me to keep going he he was there for me through thick and thin when, when i felt so alone i would go and pray and talk to god and it looked like i was praying to a wall but i was talking to a wall but i wasn't talking to a wall i was talking to the almighty and supernatural god that has delivered me from things okay from fears from fear of heights okay from things that from so many mental health issues he has allowed me to be able to change my mindset and transform my life and that's why i believe in god okay because he died for me he, he he did everything so that i can be okay and that's what you need to understand and the moment that you understand that your healing process is going to begin so let's stop thinking of that closure let's stop focusing on what that person did to us but let's and let's start focusing on saying that can't control me anymore in the name of jesus because it says in 1 john 13 14 i believe that everything that we're saying his name will be done and if we say in the name of jesus that 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 thing is not going to control us anymore that that issue is not going to control us anymore that that thing that happened to us is not going to control us anymore and we declare it in the name of jesus we won't have to deal with that. And obviously it's gonna be a journey. We're gonna have to keep on praying for it until you fully feel refreshed about it. You know, you you know, some people spend and, and, and I'm saying this because it's true, some people spend years trying to heal from things, but the moment that you change that mindset, that's when the real healing is going to start. And it might take some time, but you need to do that shift. Because the moment that you do that shift, the healing process will truly begin and you're not going to be setting it off in your, the back of your mind and setting it off in the back of your mind. And I know this from my experience, okay? Because I've gone through things that I've just set it up in the back of my mind, just set it up in the back of my mind, just kind of like, suck it up, buttercup. No. And at the end of the day, it bites me in the butt because I didn't process it. I didn't heal it. So the moment that you just shift from mindset on that specific thing your life will completely transform and your life will completely change because now you're going to be looking at life through a completely different perspective and completely different outlook okay um so there's a little bit of more verses that i kind of wanted to go through but we're going to go through that in the second part of this episode because this episode has gone on for a little bit long <laughs> so Again, so thank you so much for watching this first part. And I really want you to just, now obviously, because the second part's obviously up when you're watching this or, or listening to this. Um, but I want you to know and understand that you are not alone, okay? That believing in God is going to bring the first step, which is shifting that mindset. So that's the first thing when it comes to healing, that we need to shift that mindset. That's how we heal. We shift the mindset of that problem can't control me. That issue can't control me. That situation cannot control me. And God hears me. God is with me. He will not let me suffer. That's the first thing that you do. And that's how you start to heal. Now, in the next part, I'm going to teach you and I'm going to talk to you about how do we continue that healing process? How should we live our lives? You know, what words are in the Bible that are going to allow us to continue healing and just be able to live a more prosperous and a better life, right? A healed life, okay? So thank you so much for watching and from wherever you're listening or watching this video, thank you once again for watching. And we're just gonna really quickly pray to end this part. 
Um, so wherever you are, if you please can, obviously if you can't, don't. But if you can, close your eyes, lift your hands, kneel down. Obviously if you can't, don't. I don't want you to die on driving by closing your eyes. But if you can't, please do because that shows vulnerability. Okay. So God, we come into your presence and we thank you for this day. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for being there with us every single day, my Lord. And we thank you, my God, for allowing us to understand so many misconceptions um, for, for being for Christianity. Thank you, my Lord, for allowing us to understand that the first step of healing is shifting our minds and understanding that we are the ones that are in control that those things that are harming us are not what are in control and that when we give it to you and that we and we talk to you about these things and we give our lives to you and we live a more righteous life we protect ourselves from more for more comings right for more issues that are coming and we also start to heal from the things that we have already endured so my god we thank you for that we thank you for your glory we thank you for being there with us every single day we thank you for your word and we thank you my lord because i know today that you have impacted not only my life but the many lives of all the people that are listening so god thank you for this day thank you for your glory and we cover this prayer we cover the lives of every single person listening to this and everything that is good my lord with your blood your holy armor your oil my jesus in the name of jesus amen amen and amen that was so powerful so again thank you so much for listening or watching if you're watching this on youtube please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe and turn on the post notification notification so you can get notified every time i post another video if you're listening to this on anchor spotify apple podcast from wherever you're listening to this as a podcast please follow the podcast rate the podcast share with your friends the same way as the youtube video share with your friends family your abuelita everybody your parents the neighbor i don't know who cares share with every single person your best friend your friend whoever you want share it with them because this podcast is going to truly transform you so thank you so much once again for watching and yeah this has been the confident podcast where we talk about mental health at a godly level with your host miss amuda so again thanks for watching bye y'all see you in the next part Thank you.